Welcome to the Future of Medicine podcast, where we believe that feeling great and living a long time is possible and that your healthcare should help you get there. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Wenzel. My hope is simple, that this show will help you along your journey to becoming the healthiest, strongest, and most powerful version of you possible. Now, let's jump into the show. Hey, everybody. Before we jump into the show, Jen and I are going to be giving you what we feel to be one of the most exciting topics, at least for the next year, for us with our private clients and our practice. This is all about wearable health tech, where we can capture data, converting your biology into bits. We really think that this is going to be useful for you. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Dr. Wenzel here. Welcome to the Future of Medicine podcast, where I am being joined as always, by the lovely and talented Jen Justice. Hello. Hey, Jen. How are you? It's good to be back. It is so good to be back. It's been a minute since we created some content. Yes. But we've actually been really busy building a real business. A real uh, business. And uh, despite COVID nearly doubling, just incredibly significant things going on. And anyway, uh, we're back. And today's episode is all about hacking your health, specifically through wearable health technology, where we really are seeing for the first time the ability to track critical metrics that give us data where we can make powerful health decisions right. uh, about things that matter. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is really meant to be an introduction to the topic to give people an idea that it's available, it is upon us, and really understand why it's significant. and. As I've been explaining it, it's essentially these pieces of technology that you wear on your body take your physiology and your biochemistry and convert it into trackable health data or moving your biology to bits. Right. You know, so the digitization Mm -hmm. of our physiology and our biochemistry is really quite remarkable uh, because we can then map out this data and extract what's working, what needs to be optimized. And through experimenting with changing variables, we can see what our data mm-hmm. um, shows. Jen, what are some of the examples? Well, I think it's a cool time to be alive because we have so many different options, which mm-hmm. can sometimes be overwhelming. But for example, there's watches that you can wear. The Apple Watch, the Garmin Watch, Fitbit is a band. Whoop is a band. I mean, there's all kinds of different options there. Rings. You and I both have an aura ring, which yep. we love, which love we'll talk it. about mm-hmm. in a minute. There are Wi-Fi scales that you can purchase that will not only track your um, overall body weight, but your body fat percentage and different mm-hmm. metrics there. Mm-hmm. And then blood pressure cuffs. Mm-hmm. Those are thermometers. I mean, those are great, especially if you're somebody that wants to track those metrics on the road. You can just take those with you. Yeah, they travel well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being able to digitize these these metrics using these tools, you know, it's just never been more practical. Right. And they've never been more accurate. They're not perfect, mm-hmm. but boy, they have really come to a place of, we basically have this tech at scale now. Yeah. And it will continue to get better, but better much faster. Mm-hmm. And what it's allowing us to do, and for, for, for those who are listening who are the executive type business owners, think of this like your KPIs, right? Your key performance indicators that you're looking at with regularity. Some KPIs we're looking at daily, some we're looking at weekly, some mm-hmm. we're looking at monthly, quarterly, annually. Although if I guess by definition, if you're looking at it annually, it's 
not that key. Right. It's kind of like, well, that's the result. <laughs> um, but, you know, these wearable tech pieces give us optics into the KPIs that give us essentially near real-time reporting, which is a fundamental shift in how we're able to navigate our own personal health journey mm -hmm. because the old way is, is slow and it's generic. You have very limited access and the access that you do have to your provider is infrequent. Mm -hmm. The testing that we are doing is very cookie cutter, basic metabolic panels, basic cholesterol panels, blood pressure screen, weight, and your response is, hey, keep doing what you're doing or eat less and exercise more. There might be two or three other, like they're very, there's not a lot of dynamic creativity, mostly because most systems are overrun with volume and they don't have the time to really get into it. So you get this really slow, generic, mm -hmm. and a plan that completely is void of significant, meaningful data. Yeah. But now having these, essentially your KPIs based on your own health data that you're tracking daily, you now have a passive collection of critical data mm -hmm. that is highly specific, highly targeted based on your goals, based on what you have going on and where you're trying to get to. And you get to make data-driven decisions around your health. And I don't know about you, but when I meet with some patients, they tend to over-report in some areas or under-report in others. Yes. And so this technology is great because while you've said it's not a perfect science, it eliminates the subjectivity. So it's basically show me your activity data from your Fitbit or your watch or, you know, how many days you're actually working out. How strenuous is it? I mean, we can get to that granular level and marry that with the yep. lab data and really see what's going on. Yeah, and it's not intentional neglect. Right. It's almost like amnesia. Yeah. You are grossly underestimating your amount of output during mm -hmm. activity or underestimating your remarkable lack of activity yeah. or you're overestimating the quality of your sleep, et cetera. Yeah. Like it, it eliminates much of the guessing mm -hmm. and it's just the data. Yep. And so when we talk about KPIs for health, I immediately start thinking in terms of something I've been calling KHIs, key health indicators. Mm. And so these health data collecting wearables are giving us optics into our key health indicators and of all and you've listened to me beat this drum for quite some time where are the areas that we tend to focus what are the indicators that we're most because there's really no limit to what you could track right but when it really boils down to where can you not miss i think for us in our practice there's three key indicators that we can really focus on to help people move the needle in the right direction. Um, glucose, yes. sleep, and their activity levels. Absolutely. I would say those are the top three. Why glucose? Well, as you've taught me, a normalized blood sugar is the holy grail. Yes, and the if holy grail. Preventing chronic disease such as diabetes, heart disease, you could go as far as saying Alzheimer's disease now, losing weight, you're not going to get there without a normalized blood if sugar. If you get everything else right and you miss an optimized blood sugar, you're going to have a real hard time achieving your goal. Yes. It is the most important thing mm -hmm. to ensure, to verify 
that you have optimized. Yeah. And sleep. Oh. We've been talking so much about it and so much more frequently. Mm -hmm. And I think it's long been the most underrated thing to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Frankly, we all do it. We don't know much about it other than if you don't get it, you die. We all spend a third of our life doing it. And up until recently, we haven't had the ability to actually, with any meaningful reliability and practicality that wasn't overly invasive, like a big sleep study. Right. Like that's data set number one, mm -hmm. as opposed to every single night, no matter what environment you're in, hotel, guest house, guest room, new mattress. Mm -hmm. And so it's a hugely significant part of the human experience that we know is really, really critical. And when we look at any other organism, whether it's a, a business organization or another, recovery mm -hmm. is equally and debatably more important than the output. Like you have to recover. Right. Every season has an off season. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's a reason there are season changes in, in weather patterns. There's a reason professional athletes have an off season mm -hmm. to recover. Some of that is passive recovery. Some of it is active recovery. I mean, recovery is a big deal. And then, of course, activity. Right. And, you know, we talk a lot about activity, but usually in, in the form of you don't out-exercise a bad diet. So <laughs> right. some people who've been paying attention to us might find activity on our list of top three as a little bit of a head-scratcher, but it's never been that it's not important or a priority. It's just not the priority. Yeah. The priority is a normal blood glucose, right? Correct. Number one. But... Speaking to your point of this amnesia effect that happens where people really don't understand what a one-hour training session that burns 600 active calories looks like, feels like, the experience of it, the output of energy versus a 250-calorie versus a 900-calorie in the same window of time. What is the relative intensity? Mm -hmm. We don't have good optics on that because we've not really been tracking it. Yeah. Are you doing it fasted? Are you doing it later in the day where it's going to affect your sleep? All of these things are interconnected. So the wearable tech can really help us look for trends. Mm -hmm. For me personally, wearing the Aura Ring for sleep was awesome because I know that alcohol, if I drink alcohol with dinner, which mm -hmm. I'm not a huge alcohol consumption person, but that will affect my heart rate variability and I will not sleep well. And Which I, is an indicator of adequate recovery right. time. If I have a meal too close to bedtime, that right. affects my sleep. So that was an eye-opener for me, just to trend those scores and add the little tags in there of what I'm doing to, to say, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that if I want a really good night's sleep. You know. Yeah, the Aura Ring has turned your sleep physiology into a data set. Right. Mm -hmm. you, and you don't have to be a rocket scientist to look at the data set. Yeah. Because some scientists already created the bridge between the physiology to a graphical representation mm -hmm. uh, that is repeatable and non-invasive. Yeah. Each of these three KHIs, glucose, sleep, and activity, in their own right are standalone the most significant. However, we know as evidence of a Fitbit technology, tracking steps and activity calorie burn has been around for let's call it 10 years. And there are plenty of people who have not achieved their goal simply by tracking their calories. It doesn't make it not important. It just means 
For many people, the journey is a dynamic and complex process. And although it's important enough to be in the top three, the reason these top three need to be evaluated, not in isolation, but together, is there is a nonlinear relationship between the impact you can have on your health and performance by evaluating all three of these simultaneously. In other words, what is my activity outlay? How does that impact my glucose levels Mm -hmm. and my sleep? And how does my sleep affect my glucose and my ability to achieve an activity outcome? You get this net compounding nonlinear hockey stick impact when you look at these three in uh, side by side Mm -hmm. and and together as opposed to just one in isolation. I think for me that was probably the most unexpected wow moment Mm -hmm. as we really started tracking these things and stacking them yeah it was like whoa this is not one plus one plus one equals three this is one plus one plus one equals 473 yeah like it's big jumps of impact Mm -hmm. so let's put it all together jen we're looking at glucose we're looking at sleep we're looking at activity we've mentioned a couple things where can we tell people kind of options and then maybe like our our ideal, kind of our favorite? So for glucose, there's a couple options that we talk about with our patients, and they they do at this time require prescription, but one is the Dexcom 6, and one is the Freestyle Libre, and these are called continuous glucose monitors. Mm -hmm. They're just a little kind of sensor or button that you apply to your skin, usually. It's got a little sticky side and a little filament. Yeah, a little needle in there. Usually about every two Mm -hmm. weeks you change it out, but you can, in live time, which is why they're so cool, test your your blood glucose so you can see how your blood sugar is affected by food by fasting you know all, all, well, all it throughout eliminates the, day. the obsessive dogmatic religion around diet mm-hmm. whatever it might be for you it puts the focus on why diet matters in the first place which is any diet that works and and they all work if you do them right it's for the right person but they work all for the same reason. Yeah. They optimize your blood sugar. Right. And so we just bypass all of the religion mm-hmm. and the dogma and the rigidity, and we move right to the thing that matters, which is the blood glucose. And it is game changer stuff. Yeah. And a lot of it is verifying, especially if you've got it locked down and you feel like really good with your diet, you feel really good. Maybe your primary goal isn't necessarily weight loss. You might just verify what you already thought to be true, but it's always worth verifying what you're trusting to be true yeah but for people who have any level of weight struggle Mm -hmm. this has to be like if you only did one thing this is the thing yeah wouldn't you agree oh absolutely yeah 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 and it's non-invasive like as minimally invasive as possible you do it once every two weeks you just pop it on your shoulder your arm Mm -hmm. and it's passively collecting the most important data metric yeah. for you. I also think that it's very motivating. So if you start out wearing it and your numbers aren't so great mm-hmm. and you tweak the dials and you uh, improve your diet, you're going to see those numbers shift pretty quickly. Now you're actively managing your own health. Right. And, and one thing I know about free-thinking, intelligent adults is that when you give them the tools and where to focus and the tools to actually manage it and they're able to manage it and tweak and make slight behavioral changes like driving down the highway, just these little micro adjustments mm-hmm. to get a net win. 
That is an empowering experience. And for anybody who has struggled with weight or health-related milestone achievement, momentum is the key. Oh, yeah. Right? It's everything. It's everything. And wins begat wins, begat more wins, Mm -hmm. begat more wins. And quickly, that tide shifts. And you start believing, if I could do that, what else is possible? If I can figure out my weight thing, maybe I can figure out the sleep thing. And if Mm -hmm. I figure out the sleep thing and the weight thing, maybe I'll figure out the training thing. Heck, I might even fix my marriage. I might even reconcile. Like you, you create momentum in your life that doesn't exist in a vacuum. Oh, yeah. So we've got the two. Dexcom 6 really is pretty unavailable for most people that aren't type 1 diabetics in the sense that it's cost prohibitive. Mm -hmm. It's quite expensive. I think the technology is superior, not categorically superior. The Freestyle Libre is much more economic um, and and, um, budget friendly, let's call it. Mm -hmm. What about sleep? For sleep, there's a couple different options. The Aura Ring is what you and I wear and we have been experimenting with, Mm -hmm. which has been fun. Yeah, I would say that we've kind of graduated to a little more of an evangelistic mm-hmm. posture with the aura ring. Yeah. I'm just really impressed yeah. with it. I choose to wear mine all day long. I think mm-hmm. you just choose to wear yours I just do it at, at night. night. Mm-hmm. It's very light. It's hardly even noticed that you're wearing it. Mm-hmm. And you can sync it with, it has its own app, but you can sync it with your eye health, I think, with right. your Apple you Watch. Mm-hmm. And it will track activity as well. There's a lot of the other activity trackers also will track sleep. Yep. But they can be kind of cumbersome to wear at night. So that's where, where the aura ring is nice because it's nice and light and you don't even know and it's, it's a there. ring. And, and it's not yeah. many people sleep with a ring on your yep. wedding ring or mm-hmm. but sleeping with watches and bracelets and bands can be not for everyone. Some people, it doesn't bother them. Me personally, it's very disruptive because yeah. I don't wear a watch to bed. Right. So we've got a ring. We've got watches. We've talked about the whoop, which is a band. We, a Garmin has both watches and kind of band bracelet type mm-hmm. things. Fitbit has them. And some of them are activity trackers with native sleep apps in them. Some of them are sleep technologies that have a native activity. Some of them bolt on the thing that they're missing. Yeah. So there's pros and cons to both of them. But most activity trackers have a sleep tracking feature and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so what you end up choosing, right, is really based on budget. Right. What, do you, what do you like? And the features. I and mean, the features. And is it disruptive? Yeah. You know, if you're a poor sleeper and you really want to get better sleep data, choose the wearable tech that produces the reports that you need to make those decisions. There you go. There might be some that just give you an overall sleep score. There might be some that go granular to how fast you fall asleep how much light, deep, and REM sleep you're getting, the opportunities are endless for those. And so what would you leave people with to eliminate overwhelm and really increase the speed with which if someone is listening to this and really wants to get into the world of wearable health tech, what is the gen justice kind of start here? I think if you're going to focus on the three pillars that we've touched on. Yeah. Supposing uh, that you believe what we're saying right? and you do your research and you verify that, but we do this, this is what we do. We have come to a place where we feel really confident that these three things are the underpinning of whatever you're trying to achieve with your health. Yeah. And there are other things, but you got to get, you know, Stephen Covey said it, right? Keep the main thing, the main thing. Mm-hmm. That's always the main thing. Right. To us, it's very clear that preventing metabolic disease, having high levels of metabolic efficiency is goal number one. And the way you do that is you measure blood sugar. You have to recover at a high level if you want to repetitively on a daily basis be a high-performing human. 
recovery is not optional. Right. You will absorb downside, whether you're aware of it or not. Eventually, that out that downside will become so significant that you will have to compensate. Mm-hmm. Whether that's artificial stimulants, whether that's escapism in forms that are toxic, like you name it. Like yeah. Humans will go to every length to eliminate pain and suffering if they can, and you have to recover. Yeah. And then activity, like we are born to be fast, powerful creatures in motion. The majority of us sit in an office. We don't fire our glutes, but to get up for lunch and get up to go to the bathroom or get up to go get coffee. We're not training with any real strategy. Mm-hmm. We're not challenging our bodies. So we end up at the end of the day with this huge disconnect where mentally and emotionally we are tapped out. We have nothing else to give, but physically we've literally done nothing. Yeah. <laughs> when you track it, you're like, how is it possible that I've been awake for 16 hours and I have burned 162 calories? Mm-hmm. A granola bar <laughs> is like 300. Yeah. It's really eye-opening when yeah. you realize how much you don't do actively. We're busy. We're really good at being busy, but we're not very good at being active unless Mm -hmm. it's front of mind. And so, yeah, I think our three are, at least from a a volume standpoint, the things that we tend to recommend kind of our go-to is the Freestyle Libre because it's cost effective. Mm -hmm. It's pretty reliable, pretty predictable. There are a couple of quirks that you have to work out so that you don't get false readings, but not everybody experiences that. You just have to work through the weeds. The aura ring for sleep, for sure. You could use the aura ring for sleep and activity and only have those two and be off to the races. Mm -hmm. I happen to love my Apple Watch for reasons far beyond activity tracking, but because it's an integrated technology with other things and the way my clients have access to me, I like being able to untether from the phone, but also know that I'm going to receive some sort of stimulation, notification that somebody's trying to reach me without being glued to my phone. Yeah. It just so happens that it has activity tracking and I always wear my watch. So that works for me. Mm -hmm. I I think you track your activity with your... I do. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of love closing my rings as many days as possible. I love looking at the summary for the month and feeling really accomplished that how many days I Well, it's fun. You and I gamify it a little bit. We share our data (laughs) and like there's an element of playfulness and encouragement. And I'm going to be honest with you. We talk about this a lot, you and I, in our private conversations that... We notice in both areas where we are succeeding in our life, defined as achieving the goals we're trying to achieve, and the people who we admire Mm -hmm. so much with what they are able to constantly achieve, we and they are incredibly good at elegantly weaving into their lives layers of accountability, either through environments, people, behaviors, patterns, rhythms Mm -hmm. that keep them accountable to the goal that they actually want to achieve. Right. They actually don't have to deploy willpower. It's easy because they've created a world where they're encouraged to do it, discouraged to not do it, and rewarded if they do through praise, love, affection, connection. It's really interesting. These tech pieces really help you start identifying areas that you could receive huge return if you could improve them. Yeah, no, I I love that we have each other as accountability partners in that way. (laughs) Some days I don't, others I do. (laughs) I really don't want to work out, but he's going to know. He's going to (laughs) know. Okay, fine, I'm going to go work out. Right. That's funny. 
<laughs> or what? when you say, hey, I haven't seen your little <laughs> message come across in a while. And it's like, well, that's because I have it worked out. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. My favorite is I'm not going to work out today. Oh, okay. And then two hours later, I, I get a little notification that you did it anyway. <laughs> Right. I could just imagine the monologue in your head. I call it mental gymnastics. There you go. It's really bad. Well, we all have it, right? We all get stuck and we all have days yeah. where we're not feeling it. Some days that's a sign that we need to hang it up. Yeah. Uh, and if you have data saying that you haven't been sleeping and recovering, yeah. that could confirm, you know, maybe today I just really need mm -hmm. to recover. But if your sleep's been great, maybe it's a day you got to push through a little bit. Yeah. So I, I think we're going to leave with this point is number one, this is super important. It's really, really valuable, but it's never been easier. Yeah. And with a little bit of thoughtfulness, hopefully this has helped you kind of know where to start with two pieces of technology and potentially three if you like to wear a watch. You could start hoarding really critical key health information that is yours, mm -hmm. where you can start doing powerful things for yourself, but when you align with a medical provider who can also help you extract a strategy out of the data, you really are on your way to fast tracking your journey towards achieving your goals yeah. in health. One of my favorite sayings is you can't manage what you don't measure. I love that too. Yeah. Convicting though. Mm -hmm. But it gets confusing, right? What do we measure? Right. How do we measure it? And then once we get the results, what do we do with it? And mm -hmm. I think at least in part, this is giving you the optics and the mechanism to collect the data, I think where this really comes to life is when you align with uh, a provider that has similar goals and values and can help you use this data to make really powerful decisions for yourself. Right. Yeah, that's what I got. I love it. That's a good one. This is a great episode. I think so. I think it's really important, and I my suspicion is that for the remainder of the year, we're probably going to be talking a lot about this. Yeah. Selfishly, this is a topic that we are incredibly excited about so much so that we have been working almost a year building an application for our private members where no matter what you're choosing to use to collect the data the data is going to be pushed all in one singular platform so you have a singular dashboard to help you map out these things where you can get graphs and timelines and ideally it's being self-managed but we have the ability to jump in and collaborate and think about and create these graphs to make really powerful decisions. We just think that this is worth investing in, which is why we've invested in it. We're finding this really, really useful to our patients. If you're interested in this, it's worth the adventure. Right. So They're getting great results with it, too. Great. Famous last words from Jen Justice. Oh, gosh. Putting me on the spot again. I think really it's just find what works best for you. And you know, you might need to do your due diligence and your research with all the wearable tech options out there, but And it's okay not to like them all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you, your preferences. Mhm. Mm and there's different platforms and mm -hmm. and uh, different things that integrate with different types of phones and apps and things like that, but I think the the take home is don't discredit how important they can be for getting you to your goal. Don't mistake being easy to capture the data as being not important. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Thank you. All right. We'll see you all next time. I want to thank you so much for your attention. Listen, I don't take it for granted. It means the absolute world to me. You can find out more about today's episode at brentwoodmd.com forward slash podcast. There you'll find the show notes, all the related links to this episode and tons of other resources. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. And if you've already subscribed, then it would mean so much to me if you left a review. 
If you think we'd be a good fit to work together or you would just simply like to know more about the concierge services that I provide my private clients, email us at membership at brentwoodmd.com. And now for the obligatory disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or the giving of medical advice as no doctor-patient relationship has been formed. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should seek the advice of their own medical professional providers.